make snap decisions because I'm like, I can't delay, I can't dally. If I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna try to beat Marty, I've got to just pick a beer. Always ready. Am I? Yeah. Ever? Let's do it. Ready. Welcome back to Plans Are Optional. This is Andrew. Today I am joined by the boys. No, Hannah. She got kicked out. Not really. Woo. She just is off doing something more fun than this. But D- didn't we're two here weeks to ago, entertain you guys. Didn't we just like recommit her two weeks ago when Neil and Tom were gone? And now it gets extended out. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe. For Who every knows? episode she misses, she has to add an extra one. I can't remember two weeks ago. I can't remember last week's podcast. I was I was looking through my notes while I was sitting down waiting for you guys. Was I here last week? Yes, you were. You were. You well, guys got does on not my feel case. like it. You guys got on my case because <laughs> I was I'm I'm a poor question asker. And then, um, oh, what did we talk? We talked about Neil and golfing. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, we continue with that a little bit. Yeah. That was a week ago. That was a. That feels talk- like a long time ago. <laughs> it's been yeah. forever. Yeah, it really we does talk- feel like talked long. about boob lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about boob lights. That may have been more what? so off the podcast recording. What, what but- did I miss? Anyways, we're back this week. <laughs> I'm a little more energetic. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Neil did get beer. So overall, 10 out of 10. Can't complain. Made it to What's new with you guys? Oh, man. A lot of stuff. <clears throat> Just busy, busy working, but I uh, got a bachelor party coming up this weekend, and uh, it's like a part one, part two. No, not me. It's uh, Wait, what Bri- do you mean it's part Brian, one, part actually. two. You only get one. Well, so here's the thing. So okay, with COVID, me. with COVID going on. All right. So here's here's the original plan. <laughs> double the chances. <laughs> COVID doubled the chances. So he basically said, "Well, all right." So back up. Like essentially, what we were gonna do, we were gonna go to Dallas whole bunch of us were gonna go and then we we had that pretty much set to go and then the delta variant started getting cases started getting rising more and more and uh people started you know being a little bit more worried plus we have um there's a wedding for some of the people in the in the in the group that was going for the bachelor party so there's different their, wedding. their sister different wedding yeah so their sister's oh wedding was the following weekend and with rehearsal dinners and everything like that, it's basically like if we go to Dallas, we're going to go for the Monday Night Eagles game and then fly back on Tuesday. Well, let's say they get sick. They're going to miss the rehearsal. They're not going to find out whether they would have COVID, let's say, until like the day of the rehearsal. At that point, they could potentially already infect people with it. So there was a lot of concerns about that. Um, so then at that point, the, we started like making other plans, but then like towards that, at that same time, like I still kept my plane tickets, uh, for me, for the, uh, the groom to be, and then, uh, another friend of ours. So there's three of us that still had our tickets and we're like, well, we could still go, I guess. And then, uh, you know, then we'll just do another thing back home with everybody else. And so that's how it, that, that's how it ended up being. Like bachelor party kind of part one, part two kind of thing. So well, in addition, enough, so. the party continues. So it will continue. So this 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 weekend coming up, we're going to the Eagles game uh, home against the Niners. So it's the second week of the season for that. So we'll do that. We'll go into the city. We'll start tailgating early on, and then uh, 
we'll just kind of ride it through for the rest of the day. And then um, then the following week is week three, and that's the Dallas one. So then going to continue on down to there. So you're going to miss wow. the podcast episode. I will. To go. I will not be on in two weeks. Yeah. Two, two Mondays from now, I will not be here. This, this is not time to schedule, boys. <laughs> but that's exciting. Yeah, I it like should it. be a that's lot of fun. A, that's a good way. That's a good way to get two two bachelor parties. That's that's smart. Definitely. Yeah, and, he did it right for sure. He and the Monday Monday night during, game too. Yeah, that should be a lot of a lot of fun. We were just talking about that earlier. Whether we should go for seats at the standing room, and looking at he was telling me prices of seats down there versus prices that we just paid in Philly, and it's it's amazing how much cheaper it is down there. But I guess they fit so many more people in the stadium as well. So could be partially that. Could be. So you're getting yeah. seats. That's what it comes down that's, to. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Seats are in like Tom, you know, man, you got to sit every now and again. I do, you know, especially when you're drinking. And at my old age, you, you never know. You get blow out your hip just walking up and down the, the flights of stairs and all. Plus, the, the, the shorter we can put ourselves since we'll all be in Eagles gear, you know, in Dallas. So we got to sink down into the crowd and kind of <laughs> hide ourselves. <laughs> That's true. No, you That's don't. a question. You're from, you're from Philly. Philly's Philly fans just wear that proud and just you're out there. Yeah. And if they have yeah, a problem with it, then they have a problem with it. Yeah. Then we deal with it. The Philly way. Okay. What's the Philly way, Tom? Oh, here we go. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm not a rowdy guy. I'll just sit there and be like, "Yeah." But here's what you do. <laughs> All right, this is horrible. This is horrible. Here's the Philly way. You get the uh, the South Philly mob out there, take them to the back alley, show them a good time. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I got nothing on this. This is, this is terrible. This is terrible. That's awesome. I'll pretend okay, I never okay. asked that question. I'm sorry. Please. Yeah. I have okay. nothing. Oh, hold on. How about, how about, how about, how about, how about, right there. Hold on. How about, how about like if uh, a Dallas fan comes in and they get a cheesesteak right. from Dallas and they're like, this is the best cheesesteak ever. How are you going to respond? Go fuck yourself. See, that's all you need. Yeah. That's basically Don't you it. you want a guy? <laughs> <laughs> Who's getting a cheesesteak? I, I just bummer it under. Uh, Look, you could buy cheesesteak at Mariners games in Seattle. Are they called Philly cheesesteaks? Are they called cheesesteaks? No, they're just called cheesesteaks. They're good. Uh, I mean, I, I don't good. know what they are compared to like uh, authentic chili or chili <laughs> Philly cheesesteak, but uh, they're good enough for what they are. Yeah, I mean, it's just steak, rib, cheese, You got to buy steak and you got cheese and a bun. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You can get fried onions on there. That's good. Oh, yeah. Some people it's get an peppers. Option. It's an option. We don't want to be too extra out here, all right? Yeah. Anyways. Well, here's, cool. That sounds like here. fun. Here's a question. Who out of the four of us is the most rowdy? Neil. Without a doubt, Neil. <laughs> Why is it me? Yeah, I feel like I've heard some stories of his too. on here Why before. me? I feel like it's gotten a little calmer. Over the um, years. Well, no, he might but, have gotten calmer, but it doesn't doesn't change the fact that this can still come out. We we played two truths and a lie at one point, and like all three of them were about being arrested or doing something illegal. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I think that's even... what I'm thinking of. I remember that. Fine, I'm old. You've now. shaped our perception of you, Neil. I'm an older <laughs> man. I'm an older man now. I I'm not as rowdy, but yeah, you yeah. sit in your backyard and you shoot squirrels. 
in LA. <laughs> that makes me rowdy. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. He's well, a scrappy London guy. Yeah, just just I'm ready just, for to throw fists. I'm just a guy from a poor a poor neighborhood trying to make his way in the world. <laughs> Oh man! When you lived out in the UK, what kind of what kind of area did you live in? In London itself? Where? No, not 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 in London. London. I'm not from London. I'm from about seventy miles outside of London in in a different town. Suburba, Uh, suburban. uh, I grew up in a few different places, so a a range. Some suburbia, some um, much more rural, and also some in a city as well. So a little bit of everything, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, bit of a bit of everything. Because my parents, you know, moved to different places, got divorced, and lived here, lived there, blah blah blah. So, gotcha. Yeah. You didn't grow up on a farm then. Did not, not grow like up on a farm. Rural. I mean, by rural, I mean like I lived in a village, which really, by American standards, is probably just really analogous to suburbia, okay. um, but maybe slightly more rural in the sense that um, there's more. Well, then again, actually, it depends where you live. I guess you know, America's huge, right? So. There's, can't really generalize there but um in terms of california like uh, you know there's, there's more i was gonna say there's more fields and stuff which is actually not true it's just that there's more fields that you can actually explore and do things in in california it's kind of like a bit deserted and you know whatever yeah don't it see, is very dry there yeah and don't see kids running around in fields <laughs> as much as i okay. remember when i was a kid but then again at times are different so maybe they used sure. to sure yeah <gasps> So I've been watching the show uh, called Clarkson's Farm. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Jeremy Clarkson. No, nope. exactly. Is, is, Jeremy, is Clarkson Jeremy Clarkson from, from Top Gear. That guy. <laughs> oh my god! So th- I mean, you know him, right? From Top yeah, Gear. How he's like he's. I mean, he can be an arrogant asshole at times. Yeah. At <laughs> but, times, all the time. <laughs> pretty much he's all an, the time. He's an arrogant right wing dick face, but he's amusing and he makes good yeah. TV. Well, so. that's what that's what it is. So imagine this guy who decides to buy a farm with all of his wealth, right? And he's been paying for the past couple of years for other people to maintain the farm and all this. Well, the guy maintaining the farm and running it has now retired or stated that he was going to retire. So Clarkson decides I'm going to I'm going to run the farm myself. I'm going to I'm going to learn all this stuff and do it. And that is that TV is show. that is what the TV show is. And for this guy who's very stubborn and it's it's it makes for great tv it's so totally i, hi, I highly within, recommend it we can it, get into it a little bit uh, is it on amazon or is it on? it is yeah it is. it's on okay. amazon prime but yeah we're talking about uh farms there and uh that i mean that's where it is it's out in england because he got wherever. dropped if i remember correctly for some inappropriate comment or something and then he got picked up by amazon to right do, to do from the, top he yeah he got dropped from, from top, top gear, gear and, and then, then the other picked, two followed yeah and that's how they started the grand tour at amazon grand tour which was grand tour was actually really fun i thought it was a good show now they're just doing like specials as oh, far as i know is that right that, yeah, yeah i don't think they're doing seasons anymore he threw uh he threw hands at his producer Oh, is that what happened? On yeah, top then, uh, so he's the most rowdy one. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he threw hands and, yeah, they, and we so the other two quit. Um, and I do enjoy the Grand Tour. It's good. I'm a little sad that they only do specials because they come out so infrequently. Um, the 
Was there a Madag- Madagascar special? Yeah, that one wasn't my favorite. The okay. So the the car he had in that makes an appearance in Clarkson's farm. Uh, he's um, like he's ripping through the fields in it. I mean, it he's sounds like, great. Okay. I could totally see that guy. Oh my god! Like, he has this, as you say, the stubbornness. Yeah. Um, but also the grit to to continue to see through something as ludicrous as learning to run an entire farm. Sure. Um, well, that's what it is. So he starts. Yeah. He starts off, he literally has no idea what he's doing. So he has this one guy that kind of helps him. And then he finds out there's like a, a 20 year old, 21 year old in the town that has been more or less doing like running his farm and like uh, just harvesting and planting everything and doing all that stuff with the other guy that was there before him. So he hires this guy to help him. Uh, his name is Caleb. And the, the, the guy just like, he puts he puts Jeremy to shame. Right. <laughs> He's sitting there like trying to drive in like fence posts because uh you know stuff on the farm breaks. He goes around and he's like sitting there and Clarkson could barely pick up the thing to to hammer it down and right. Caleb's just doing it like one after the other, no issue like, at all bam, on a ladder. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> but uh and and Caleb goes right back at Jeremy too. He doesn't put up with his shit, so he's like immediately telling him he's like you're a fucking idiot. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he he tell he tells them certain instructions. Like, it, it's it's pretty interesting because you actually learn a lot about farming. Like, I mean, I'm living in suburbia here in New Jersey in the Philly suburbs, you know. And uh, it's I I don't know anything about farming over here, but they're talking about putting in tram lines. I think it's like every eight passes they put in a tram line, and it's measured exactly. And the tram line is for um, like the wheels of the tractor or whatever that you ever see like the arms that go out that will spray the crops. I guess it's, I don't know if it's just water or water in like some kind of fertilizer or something or whatever. The equivalent to miracle Grow mm-hmm. for your, uh, <laughs> for your crops. Free farm, free farm. But yeah, but it's like, <laughs> it's, it's the set amount to, uh, to do that, to water them and make sure they're, they're good. But the entire time that he decided to, start the farm it was the worst it was the rainiest season they've ever had and then it was the driest season they ever had and and just to go through all this and uh to learn i mean he goes through different types of crops and and planting them harvesting he has sheep on the farm which caleb said he's caleb said he's an idiot for even doing that and in the end it's not to not to spoil it too much, but like each sheep's uh, coat that they would harvest, they would they would get all the wool and everything, and it was like let's say he would get like fifty cents per coat. He was paying the people to to I guess use shears or whatever to get all the wool off, and that would cost them like a dollar fifty per sheep. <laughs> so he was like losing money on sheep. He had these uh, I guess the male sheep or rams. I'm guessing. So he had rams, two rams go in and uh, my God, their, their balls had to be like a foot in diameter. And he's like (laughs) sitting there like they have no, they, they zoom up on it and they're like making jokes and all this stuff. But like, he's got like 75 sheep and the two rams go and like pregnate all but one. And then like the, the pandemic hits when they give birth to all the lambs, which he was planning on selling to local restaurants and all. But he's got to go through the whole process of like, you know, then then 
bringing them to like the the butcher essentially right. and like all that stuff and like he gets really attached to the animals too and then it's it's i don't know there's a there's so much to a farm especially of the size he is oh and he goes through a whole process of uh i forget what he calls it i'm gonna call it foresting i don't think it's that though but he like tries to create a giant lake and have a bunch of brown trout in there and like he's visualizing like deer coming up and drinking from the water and he's all sorts of flowers like wildflowers and plants and stuff like that but he's got uh he's got like the the backhoe and he starts digging the holes and <laughs> and he just like he just tears up the entire place and he's just trying to dig a hole and then like he walks away for a half hour comes back and the whole hole is filled in with water and it's not like he was damming up the local the stream next to it because it was like actually habitable for fish so he like he has to start all over and then he finally gets it eventually but and then he has people come out and look at it and just like the reactions that these people have I mean they've been farming for a while they know what they're doing and then you get Clarkson going out there oh and probably the <laughs> another thing to start it off I could go on and on. I'll stop after this one. But <laughs> <laughs> Clark's Clarkson fashion. So he goes out and he looks for a tractor to buy for his farm. He goes out and he finds a Lamborghini tractor. Of course, he purchases that. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's a Lamborghini. I'll be able to do this as quick as I can. Yeah. And Caleb's like, that tractor's way too fucking big. What are you doing? That thing's, it's like way overkill and all this stuff. But I mean, it worked up until he was trying to like store it in a shed or something or a barn. And then it wouldn't fit in. It would rip the top of it off. Uh it's, right, well, it's uh, interesting that Lamborghini make tractors. Though. I think that's. I want to say that's how they started. I wouldn't have. You think John around. Deere makes a sports car? Don't know. Do they? I think they're runs like a deer. Yeah, that's true. Got someone. Someone's got to get in contact with John Deere. What would the name of that sports car be? Dear God. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> I don't know. I, that's why I'm not in marketing, Tom. But uh, no, I have not seen that show as to the original question. Okay. I feel like I have now, though. <laughs> I talked for 20 minutes. It yeah. does sound, it does sound I like... I asked the question um, that I just spoke It, it sounds like minutes, it so. was filmed over quite a period of time, though. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over yeah. 2019 into 2020. So then co- throughout the pandemic and all, he opens okay. up like a... Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. I could just keep going on and on. Right, right, he right. Opens up, he opens up a farm store... And he's like getting criticized because he's not selling all local stuff. He like starts buying stuff from outside. <laughs> outside. But but then there is all news. There's shortages everywhere. And he's like, what the fuck? They're going to shut my farm stand down because I don't have uh, cheese that's from my farm. But, you know, people can't go buy this stuff off the, the shelf. So I'm, I'm doing them a service by doing this. So mm-hmm. the only way, the only thing he could come up with is storage cabinets. And he would put the potatoes in the storage cabinet. And people would just come up and like throw money on the top shelf and open up the. But oh. then all the potatoes are different sizes and stuff. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 good. I don't know. I don't, I don't need to keep going on and on. But I just wanted to bring up farming in general and see if you guys know anything about farming. Everything I personally know about farming can be condensed into the video game Stardew Valley, which. Wait, hold on. Now we played Farming Simulator together. Oh no, no, no! You're right. You're right. And Ooh. the t- 
two hours of my life I spent playing Family Simulator, <laughs> where we learned. So we're basically what, experts. We, we bought a couple of tractors, and I think we mowed down a field and, um, and watered it and shit, didn't we, with a harvester or something like that. <laughs> and I, I got I, I, stuck i remember getting stuck a couple of yeah, times yeah that's how the night yeah. ended is eventually it, we decided to joyride around in our we had a pickup truck and we had a tractor i don't remember what you're in but you ended up basically getting yourself high centered on the highway yeah, right <laughs> yeah so yeah we're pretty uh adept at farming i would say i would say savvy you guys are ready to start a farm then i'd say i'm ready yeah Funnily enough, I do know a guy who was an engineer, um, and after four or five years or so of working with this guy, uh, he said, fuck it, engineering sucks, I'm going to go make a farm. So he went off with his buddy and he bought a farm in another state somewhere, or or whatever, went to work on a farm, bought a farm, I can't exactly remember. And uh, that's what he did, Um, he did it for like, he did it for a while three or four years i think i guess he didn't just quit immediately but uh you know a lot of people here in california have that dream of leave the rat race and go go be self-sustaining and make your own farm and completely oblivious to the sheer brutality of the whole thing (laughs) you know so oh yeah i mean you see it on the show he's like granted it's the first time he's doing it but it's he'll be there like from dawn till I don't know, 12 o'clock at night, and he's just sitting there, like, mowing or seeding or harvesting. It's a lot of work at, mm-hmm. at certain times, and you're really, it's down to the elements, too. So, if it's raining, a lot of times you can't do anything at all. Right. And if it just continuously does that, your your crop is fucked. Yeah, so. Why are you so interested about farming, Tom? Because I took a trip down to Texas a couple times for work. And he's and going to again. I'm going to again, except this time it's in a city. But I flew into Dallas-Fort Worth before, but I would drive for hours um, out to all these different sites that I was surveying, and I would just see farm after farm after farm and see all that. So mix of that, and I went over to a friend's house uh, a couple weeks ago, and he had, I think, seven or nine chickens, and I don't know. That, that was the closest what, what, to farm. So would you... Okay, I was going to say, would you equate someone having a chicken coop to farming? No, but that's the closest I've ever known okay. anyone to a farm. Other than uh, when I was a child, enough. but I wasn't like old enough to ask questions or know anything about the farm. It was also like probably 10 acres rather than, you know, a thousand. Yeah, so that's that's that. Oh, I will say that it's pretty interesting. I could bring this up because I know you do this kind of more so in your career. Um, so he did this... I'll call this deforesting. I'm just coming up with names now. But he went in the uh, certain forest or woods or whatever he had on his farm, and he was tearing out all these different trees. And and then he showed, like, all the logs afterwards that they did, and they cut down and stacked them all up and everything. And it looks like he just, like, <laughs> demolished an entire forest, right? But he was actually <laughs> saying... He showed the before pictures and the after pictures, and it's... It's, it was really surprising to see the amount they cut down and how much it really didn't look like it changed the forest at all. And by doing so and enabling more light to come in to the to the ground covering and the floor in there, you can actually allow more life to grow because without the sun shining in there, certain uh, life can't be sustained by uh, certain animals and all. 
So I guess yeah. it, I it mean, allows once other... Once you get to canopy closure, you don't have the understory, which is a lot of the feed for animals. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. I guess people that listen to the podcast that don't know, I'm a forester, not a deforester, because we replant trees. I'm essentially a farmer of trees. <laughs> and I believe you plant more trees than you cut down or deforest. Yep. So no, no. Deforest is like you clear it out and then you put a subdivision in there or something. I don't know. Maybe you're just too lazy to replant. But, you know, there's laws, people. There's laws on the books. Don't worry. You'll still have trees. That's about that. (laughs) I was was just curious why you're so into farming. And all I really got was you drove through Texas once. Yeah, and I don't know any. I don't know any farmers at all, and I kept seeing farmers for like days and days while I was surveying, and I never really got to talk to anybody that could tell me about farming outside of like. I guess. Wait, what do you want to know? Like, you you plant something, you harvest it. You plant something, you harvest it. That's it. It's not that exciting. Clarkson made it exciting. (laughs) Exactly, it is TV. That's That's what what TV does. Yeah, especially seeing the characters of the show. I mean, and it's it's supposedly totally unscripted it's just they filmed it was basically a documentary for like a year and a half of them on the farm and just to see how like i feel like they couldn't make up the shit that was on the show it it was insane some of this like there was a neighbor every time he spoke you couldn't understand you could understand like one word in his entire sentence and he would talk and Jeremy would sit there and be like, "Yeah, uh, oh yeah, okay, okay." And he's and then and then he would like turn away and be like, "I have no clue what he just said." <laughs> Good thing just, it's on tape. Uh, yeah, but you could still replay it over and over and still not understand it. And then you well, throw a ro- you know. and then you throw him on the like a walkie-talkie or radio, and it just makes it even worse. And he's trying to tell him, give him instructions on how to speed up or slow down the tractor, and he's just like, "I, yeah. I have no clue." Yeah, understanding someone on a radio is an art form. But oh, it definitely here, is. Here we go. If we're going to talk about farming, okay. If, Let's talk about if farming. Marty was a farmer, what would he grow? Hmm. Am I supposed Wait. to answer that, or are the boys answering that? Barley. Well, I mean, you can ask, or you can answer afterwards, Marty. I mean, I have an idea of what you would try. Barley and hops. I think he got grapes to make wine. Or grapes. You stole mine. Oh, Neil, I think he tried to grow grapes. Sorry. There we go. Marty, what would you grow? Fucks. No. Oh, yeah. No. Did you, you say you fox? grow fucks? Yeah, because <laughs> you can't grow fucks. So you fucks. can give more fucks? But you can't <laughs> grow them. So you'd note that I would my The field in which I grow my fucks is barren. Therefore, I give no fucks. <laughs> Marty, you're the most emotional guy out of four, <laughs> us four right here. You have all the fucks to give. No. no. Oh, so Neil, t- Neil's, Neil's the rowdy one. I'm the I'm the emotional guy. Marty, that was a terrible <laughs> joke, man. That was a terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible joke. I just want to say that. Yes, yes, Neil is the rowdy one. Neil, you've known me for how long? How good are my jokes? Sometimes, some of them are better than that. Most of them. Are I don't think we that. should use good as a qualifier <laughs> yeah. in this question, Marty. Be- better, better. At least you can come up with something on the spot. I can't do that. Really? Have you have you ever thought about doing stand up, Tom? No, I'd be horrible. There's there's no way I could ever do stand up. But have you like 
maybe not thought about something you want to do, but have you ever just like been in that situation? You've been in a stand up show and be like, I wonder what that would be like. Apparently, I mean, oh, okay. The the equivalent for me would be more so like playing music, like playing bass or something like that in front of a live audience, rather than telling jokes. Okay. What well, What about you two, Neil? I, Marty? I, I've th- I've thought about it. I actually have thought that, um, like a, like a lot of people like me, rowdy, you know, that I could do. <laughs> I think that with good material, like I could. Stand up is all about the material and the. You have the um, best material. You have kids. That's what I mean, right? You just. I mean, I don't. I actually think that stand up material to a degree is not necessarily that difficult. Um, however, delivery and timing is is an art form, which would take a lot of practice. But um, there's a lot of stand up um, stuff here in LA, as you can imagine. Um, and I know a lot of amateur stand-ups who have, you know, you'll go and do like a stand-up uh, course for, say, 10 weeks with, a, you know, a bunch of people. And then um, you you basically the, the way it works usually is, is you get about five minutes. So you spend about 10 weeks honing your uh, jokes in front of all the other people plus the pe- people running the course and you know they say yeah that's funny that's not funny you might want to try doing this you might want to maybe you could expand your joke or whatever right they'll they they're teaching you and helping you to get to get five minutes of decent stand-up and then you and then they go and they they go to some local small stand-up bar and do an evening of stand-up in front of in front of actual the public um and it's quite fun, actually. And I've actually thought about doing it, but um, you know, it's commitment, right? Ten weeks. I've got, like you said, I've got kids. So look, here's the deal: even if you, even if you take that class for ten weeks and then you go up there, you're still gonna bomb. You might oh, yeah, as well yeah, not yeah. take the class. No, no, no. You should oh, go up there and bomb anyways. Well, I would argue. Learn from that. No, I've thought about that too because I would argue that if you at least give it a shot to make it as good as you think you can make it within like. With feedback, I think that's the key. Because the material you make in the 10 weeks is pretty irrelevant. But you're going the, to get that feedback on the first night, my no, 10 no, weeks. No, no, but the actual... Yeah, but then wouldn't it be better to get weekly feedback from from a supportive group that can then help you to get to a point where even when you do bomb, you A, you're ready for bomb. All right, then because <laughs> you've already bombed friends nine that weeks don't in a row. too loudly to come with you. No. Three friends that aren't going to yeah. be. I mean, you know, I, I agree. Not, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I don't think it really makes a huge difference. But um, I'm sure that giving some some structure to it, especially for people that have never ever done it, haven't got any experience with being on a stage, public speaking, talking in front of a crowd, or anything like that, can be very nervous. I mean, it's it, it's even one thing to go up there, say in a business capacity or. A, uh, an event capacity and talk to a group of people to present something or accept an award or whatever, right? Versus stand-up. Can, I mean, the worst, right? Literally the worst thing I could imagine because your entire purpose is to make them laugh. It's to make them like you. That's the whole point, effectively. And that's just got to yeah, be in a way. so, it's got to be so, uh, so difficult. And so nerve-wracking. I mean, at least for me. I'm sure for some people probably it's not natural. Um, anyway, the answer to your original question again, to 
quote you from earlier is yeah i've thought about stand-up but i've never done it i've written i've written material but i've never actually done any stand-up hold on can we find this material right now yeah i think we got to do like a debut <laughs> hold on now i could look for Do you it. remember any of it <laughs> i uh, no. Nah. Up next, we have, have. You know Neil. what? I might have lost it. You remember I told you when oh. I had a problem with Google Drive? <laughs> when, with Google Drive, and I lost, I lost all my, um, I lost all my stuff, and I had to resubscribe to Google Drive and blah blah blah. Oh, yeah, I thought they found everything, uh, and you were able to retrieve it. No, all. they found a ton of stuff, but I didn't. Oh, here mm. we go. There's one here that's called jokes. What does it say? What's in it? Let me see. Oh, man. Oh, dear. This is so oh, embarrassing. <laughs> There's no way I'm reading this oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. No... Just start it off. Start slow for us, baby. Should I preface <laughs> this with a small story <laughs> while no, he goes through this? You guys, you guys have a conversation, here, let me, let me, let me and I go will read it. it, and if there's anything in here that I think is even slightly amusing, <laughs> I'll say it. Otherwise, you get nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I, I want. I just. We gotta go into this. There's no just other conversation that we no, need. No. Okay. Neil, right. just look at Andrew. Do, he I'm wants gonna, gonna it all it. right now. Actually, dude, look. Just to, how many words are in here? Yeah, uh, by the way, I wrote this like one morning when I was at work because I didn't want to work for two hours when I got there, <laughs> and I was driving the in the best car. Best time for material Listen, for sure. Honestly, yeah. I was I was driving in the car, listening to music, and I don't know why. I probably because I I'm a big stand up fan. I love stand up. I was thinking of. I was thinking about some stand-up, and I was thinking, oh, funny this, funny that. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, this is funny. Maybe that could be a funny stand-up. Um, I usually think of an idea and be like, oh, that would be pretty funny in stand-up, you know, like a good format for that idea. And I guess one day I was driving, and I was inspired, and I'm like, man, that's some good stand-up stuff. I'm going to go, and I'm going to write some stand-up shit at work. But anyway, this was like about two years. It was in December 30th. Wow, that's cool. That was like two days before New Year's, 2020. So that's not that long ago. <laughs> no, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. There's something wrong with that. It must. That's the last edit day. It must have got some. Maybe that's when they restored it for me after everything crashed. Because this was like a couple of years. Anyway, you talk. I'll, I'll read. You talk. Wait, no, work? no. There's no. I'm not just reading it. this. This is. But this is beyond embarrassing. There's 784 words of quality. What? Uh, standard material right here. What? <laughs> What I was gonna say is, I went to I went to a happy hour after work one time, and a place called Milk Boy on South Street in Philly, and uh, we're sitting there drinking. It ends up, I think it's like right around six, seven o'clock, maybe eight, and then a uh, comedian comes on. It's amateur night, mic night. So the guy starts. It's all self-deprecating humor. He's getting no laughs at all. And then everyone just starts looking at each other. And the next thing you know, it's like one by one. Everyone just starts leaving, leaving. By the time we left, we, we actually stuck around a lot longer than some of these other people. But there Wait, may How have been long like, was this guy's like amateur night set to where people would actually get up and leave? This is over the span of like 10 minutes to 10, 15 minutes, maybe. It he was that bad? And like people just kept leaving. Yeah, it was like every joke he told, like another table would just get up and leave. And it was just like one after the other. And we left before the end of his set, but man, self-deprecating doesn't I mean, work unless you know the person. Yeah, no, it really does. And I it mean, was just I mean, one. I would say self-deprecation works because there's a general level where everyone can make fun of themselves and everyone understands that. But they have to establish what they have to establish a little bit with the audience, some sort of rapport. And, and, and I don't know if you can do and that if in you 10 don't minutes. do that, maybe you can get one joke in and it's okay. But if you keep doing it over and over, I feel like it ends up getting like very cringy. 
Like, you got to work it in. You got to work it in. Like, yeah. well, I'm a dad. Thing, I'm a it's, kid. It's, like, it's all about the setup, and, like, right? It's all about the setup, timing. Or I'm married. Of but, course I'm wrong. Well, like, setup and timing, sure, fine. But, you know, Neil, Neil was saying, you know, go to this class for 10 weeks, then finally get up there. But every comedian that I've heard talk about the career, it's always started with a lot of failure and continued yeah. failure. True. And I think... I, I think that's a lot more formative than any kind of structure. Yeah. Oh, I don't disagree with that. I think that yeah. Neil, you true. keep reading and find something to read. No, You're done. I've right read now. it. I've read it. I've read it through, and I've come oh, to okay, the conclusion. Okay. I've come to the conclusion. <laughs> that there's nothing in there. Uh, the only thing I'm going to give you, and this give, is not give us the give us your your best one. The, you think? So, no, no. This is not a joke as much as an idea. So this is less of uh, a. Bear in mind, it's not like I fucking spoke this out loud. I it, just wrote it once. It's, it's not like, like this is like the format yeah. for it either. No, exactly. Know? And this is like first draft, like thinking of jokes. One idea for a joke or the premise of a joke was the idea, um, which any good stand-up could, could carry, I'm sure, um, is like, you know how like you have your job and everybody becomes sort of a... a, a knowledgeable and expert in their own field right like you were talking andrew like you're you're in forestation mine is a teacher it's, i'm in computer software i won't call myself an expert though <laughs> I am but, but regardless compared compared to any of us you like you consider yourself perhaps um someone knowledgeable but then within your subculture or your subgroup you know other people that do the same thing as you like right like i know like, plenty of engineers marty knows plenty of teachers and the, the, the kind of joke idea here is that what, once you, if you think about it, and again, this is not actually funny. This is kind of an idea. <laughs> an idea. Just, just letting you like, know this is not a joke. <laughs> There's no structure to this. But the idea that 80% of the people that you come across within your own field are fucking idiots, right? So by extension, if you think about it, it's like, like there's, a, there's surgeons out there. There's astronauts out there. Who are like, fucking Dave over here? What a fucking idiot! Right, like complete moron, astronaut or moron surgeon or whatever. <laughs> like, there's something there. There's a funny. There's a joke in there somewhere. I, I'm not saying I can tell it, but funny idea. I thought there's incompetence in in all in all fields. Incompetence in all fields. And then I was like following up by saying, uh, you know, I think you can extend it further by like within the fields. Like no one speaks up, so the eighty percent of people that are incompetent just slide by making cash for years um and then you know if if everybody spoke up then like you know fucking 70 percent of the labor force would be in jail by tomorrow kind of, you know we're all either incompetent or corrupt not exactly funny but um just a, just an idea i go. like it i love it yeah you guys are laughing i, I like it no. <laughs> Well, no, but I'm just. I'm, 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 I'm about, it's about an idea and turning it into a joke, right? I mean, you've got. I, to I don't think I've heard a joke thing. about right. that before, so that would be a unique, original one. I, exactly, I, I like, like yeah. the thought process of it, though. Yeah, because anyone can say, "Oh, the wife," uh, you know, whatever the fucking marriage joke or this joke, and it's like, yeah, we've heard that joke a thousand times, right? Like, how do people come up with new material and then stamp their, uh, I guess, their personality and their style on? Sure. But yeah, this is bad. <laughs> No give, us one. One. <laughs> no give us one, Neil. One. They're not jokes. They're not. No, are, they, are, are they all ideas for? They're all ideas. Okay. They're ideas for making a joke, and then I obviously forgot about it. 
followed up and did a joke. You know, though, what's interesting um, for anyone listening or you guys, there's this really cool... Um, shit, I don't remember the name of it. Let me look it up. There's this really cool um, online um, software which uh, basically... MS Paint. It gives you the opportunity... It's a pretty good program. Uh, to be... <laughs> To, to do stand-up from, from your bedroom, right? Um, what was it called? Uh, let me find is it. That, is it like a video, a video game? It's called Zoom. It's a video, it's a video game. No, it's yeah, a video game. Kar- and all, isn't it like Karaoke Night? It's not... No, not Karaoke... It's not called Karaoke Night. They they have com- they do have comedy, karaoke, debating, but it but it really took off on, on Twitch as a comedy app because basically it's like you literally just go up there, start talking through your mic and the visualization is as if you're in a bar and you put your avatar you can create your own little avatar to look however you want to he stands up there he does this and that and then people do thumbs up and thumbs down which creates laughter and booze and if you get a certain amount then you get extra minutes and so as you get extra minutes you get to stay there longer and as soon as you're done the next guy's on so it's kind of like doing literally like a it's, if you were imagine if you were a comedian and you wanted to test out new material, brilliant place to do it because you got all these people genuinely listening, and some of it's actually quite funny, but they're you know booing and laughing and whatever. And the longer you can stay on there, the the better you do, kind of thing. It's actually a I pretty like good how, idea. I never heard of that. Yeah, it was really great, big great a couple idea. of years ago. It was really big, but I, but, I never did it. But I was gonna say, as far as uh, the whole monologue there, Neil. I like the only part that you actually paid attention to your mic is when you said mic. Is that right? I didn't even know I had a mic. Do I have a mic? Maybe, yeah, my <sighs> brain just said. As he's still talking away from the mic. <laughs> it's, it's I'm not talking away issue, from the mic. I'm not talking Where's your chin pointed mic? right now? I'm looking at the at the at the thing, man. I'm looking at the thing. You gotta, you gotta get your mic and you gotta place it in front of your laptop. It's called computer, the game is the game is called surprisingly uh, comedy night I think uh, I was close <laughs> yeah hmm. that uh, sounds interesting I think that'd be fun comedy. yeah cool idea it'd actually be fun to do with friends maybe like if you could get like because you can create private rooms get like ten people and then everybody gets to have a little little go and do five minutes of stand up or two minutes of stand up I think I saw a, vi- a video of for video game donkey. I think he played that then. I didn't realize that's a Twitch thing, though. Yeah, it was I a thought... huge Twitch thing for a while. You know who did it? it was Sunless Khan did it a few times. Oh, really? It's, it's the only game he ever did. And that wasn't Rocket video- League. Made videos about that wasn't Rocket League. <laughs> and for about two uh... weeks, he did the- he did this random comedy game. It was, it was weird. And, you know, because he's pretty funny, right? I mean, he- mm-hmm. I spe- his videos, he's definitely good at putting some funny material together. Oh, yeah. Um, but he gave it a go on stand up, and it's like it's hard. The because mm. the thing, the other thing is stand up and rap, which is even better because you get to do like go up there like and a rap. rap battle. You can yeah rap battling. Oh shit! How cool is that? Right? How <laughs> fucking cool is that? That's cool. Rap battling without anyone having to see your actual human face. <laughs> Damn. So Marty, to answer your original question, no. Delivery. No, Delivery. no, he's never thought I mean, about stand-up comedy. Every like, no, <laughs> you, you guys. Any any guys kind of suffer. performing art. I used to do drama in high school. 
You did? Okay. Yeah, I did three years. You did three years of drama? Yeah. Were you ever in a play? No. Why? So why not? We know uh, wait. <laughs> so if you're in three years of drama, how did wait? So take take me back. So you go three years of drama. Like, what do you do for those three years? Isn't it usually just rehearsals? So a play. Um, back. He's rubbing his forehead. In my freshman year, <laughs> he's very stressed. By the way, he in my freshman year, um, <laughs> I you, you needed a fine art credit to graduate, and I think you needed like a year and a half. And so I was like, well, I'm going to take this class. I'm going to get it out of the way. I don't like pottery. I don't like any of the other stuff. I'm not good at art. So I'll do drama as a fine art. Um, Took it and actually enjoyed it. And then the following year, I took the next one, acting ensemble. And so that fulfilled my credit and a half that I needed to graduate uh, high school. And during that the acting ensemble class, like you do scenes and one acts and other stuff. And in that time, because they expect you to kind of also be in plays and musicals and whatnot. A, I can't sing. Um, that's another story. But then on there, having a conversation with the instructor, I was like, well, I mean, I would like to go out for a play or something. Um, but I also play sports. It just so happened that the sports that I was doing at that time, basketball and tennis, directly conflicted. Wow, you guys are so riveted by the stories. You're like everyone's head just turned, Neil's reading. No, I'm listening, Marty. <laughs> no, actually, Marty, Marty, honestly, I'm totally listening. It's just my camera's not on the other screen. I'm looking at you and I'm completely captivated. I'm not doing Look, anything. hold on. If, if you are... really want to know what I'm okay. thinking about right now, is you took three years, but you only need one and a half credits. Who was the girl? Why'd you stay in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great uh, question. <laughs> so the second, the second, um, uh, what do you call it? After the second year, I couldn't do um, the play or the musical because of sports seasons. So my junior year, I didn't do it. Um, and then um, going back into my senior year, I had essentially gotten all my credits done. And I needed essentially to stay on campus for five or six classes. And I needed something. By that time, the teacher had changed. And so I was like, well, maybe I can work this in. Da, da, da. It was my senior year. And it got to the point where I could either stay and uh, do AP physics again to take the AP test because I didn't take it the first year. Um, I didn't want to. And then switch and take American government um, the second half and drop acting ensemble. So I essentially just needed a, a half year of a class to like fill in my schedule. But then I got in the PE class with Andrew and that would have changed my schedule a bit. And I didn't want to change PE classes. So I stayed in the PE class, stayed in the acting ensemble class and dropped the physics class. So I was in the physics class only first semester and ended up not taking AP physics test because I wanted to hang out with my buddy in, in PE. So Andrew was the girl. <laughs> I was the girl. <laughs> yeah. I never knew that. There's your joke. So, <laughs> there you go, you see? Always thinking, man, always thinking. No, so, I mean, that was it. And um, definitely the, the last year um, was my least favorite of the class. 
and we did sword fighting in that last year as well. And we didn't the do it the previous years. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, and so I wanted to, I wanted to do the stage combat, which is in the second semester. So that also played into that decision. Jeez, what do you do in the back alley when you show a person a good time there, Tom? Come out to Philly, I'll show you. So fighting. <laughs> so, uh, no, that was that was it. I never... We did do Knights of One Axe, um, and I did do Stage Crew. So, um, being that I was in Stage Crew and in Acting Ensemble, I did get to do more backstage stuff than a lot of other uh, people that were not higher end are. Is that uh, like back alley stuff? Um, no. So it was just like lights running the electric, uh, the light board and everything else too. Uh, but like catwalk and other stuff that only certain people got to do. Are they called stagehands? Is that the technical name for them? Yes. But there's like lighting and other things and, do they have different names for those people? Yeah. No. There's, a, there's okay. a stage manager, prop master, uh, assistant stage manager, other things. Yeah. Okay. So you were more on that side of it rather gaffa. than... Gaffa. I have the gaffa. Where, Marty, where are you going? I'm in the middle of asking him a question. Marty, well, Marty just <laughs> ran away. He just leaves. Stop asking me so many questions, please, Tom. This, this is his way. Says Marty. <laughs> Oh my god. <sighs> well, there was no girl. There was no girl. No, I no. was the girl. Well, yeah, okay. Marty, what the fuck? The dog was pawing at the door like she knew to go outside. So I let her out so she didn't have an accident in the house. Uh, okay, fair is, enough. How, I have a question. That's how it. is the dog uh, settling into the new house? Uh, she's a nervous wreck a bit. Really? Is she? Yeah. Why so? Um, Why? How long was she at the old like one? Two or three times. What was that? How long was she at the old with her a few times? At, at your mom's house, right? Uh, she was at my mom's for about two years. Um, okay. And then this is the fifth house that she's been in. So oh, she's wow. used to moving. So why why so skittish? Well, it does take her a little bit to like get out of the antsy phase of, okay, when are we going back? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go, like, this isn't where we normally are. And um, now she's at the point where she's um, she's getting more comfortable, but she's still, she won't lay in one spot. She hasn't figured out where she likes to lay. She didn't figure out, like, and so she does a lot of, like, I'm going to lay here. And, and she'll be there for five, ten minutes, and then get up and lay somewhere else, and then repeat the process. And so she just doesn't, she doesn't have her spots yet. And yeah. Um, to the point where sounds like uh, sounds like a Wednesday to me. <laughs> uh, what do you Walking call it? I actually had to buy. So I bought hemp um, calming treats for for the first time. Huh. Kind of. So she had one yesterday, um, kind of during some football games, and was just like clunk. <laughs> you fucked then, your dog up. <laughs> I only gave her one. It actually said to give her two, but I gave her one. And then um, I had to come home for a meeting, and Andrew's cousin came by, and we were um, quickly measuring out some fence stuff and 
whatnot. She was all excited to see him, and you know, she's known him her whole life, so she's all excited, da da da, and everything, jumping up and always, and like gave her another treat, and but she didn't conk out this time, so um, yeah. So she's an addict now. She's only had two. <laughs> <laughs> yep, she's adjusted. You got up the dosage. She's already adjusted. You got to give her two now. So that's how it works, by the way. Um. <laughs> See, you're the rowdy one. See, you know I'm about this. Stand-up comedian. <laughs> yeah. Now that's well, that's not cool that she's a little skittish, but it sounds like it's good that she's slowly, slowly adapting. Like she has two dog beds, but she doesn't lay on one, and that's the one in my bedroom. Like she's never laid on it, and I don't know why. Um, Even then, at the old house, you mean, or you just bought it new? I bought them. I bought both of them new. Um, yeah. And so, well, maybe, maybe that's why because it's not familiar, and right now she wants mm-hmm. familiar things. No, but the yeah. she lays on the other one, but she didn't lay out for very long. But she hasn't laid on the other one. We'll take all. the other one and just rub it on the other one. So, <laughs> smell on might, there, Marty. I might switch them just to see what she does. So, mm. I like the rubbing idea better. But I you think do you should you. pick. You pick the dog up, grab the dog, and rub the dog on the bed for like five minutes, so that she's. And then when she goes back to it later, she'll smell herself because dogs are stupid; they forget. Right? She won't remember yeah. what happened. She will, and she'll be like, "Oh yeah, I've lied here. I've lied here before. Uh, this, I obviously like it here. Ooh, take a nap." You know what? Well, and about the same Not- blanket to go on on uh, on either bed. So, like, they, they cover it. And so that's what she should just be able to wear. Just so switch the blankets just... then. You don't even have to rub the dog. You, get... <laughs> you guys rub the dog. <laughs> Marty, listen, seriously, I, I, I empathize with you because, um, as is usual in my life, there's always some kind of dog drama occurring. And that is also true right now. So, you know, oh, dogs, do tell, do tell. What's I, the... just, just just our new shepherd? He's a little. Um, he just doesn't. He is incapable. Marty says, "Do tell," and fucking leaves. Wow. That's twice within. What? Hashtag rude, everybody. Yeah. This isn't being. I'm not going to edit this out. Hashtag no hashtag way. rude. Do, rude do you want me to fill in with a real quick story more about the farm? Before he gets no, 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 we're sick of this no, fucking jammy bullshit. <laughs> You're talking about senses and rubbing Tom, the dog and on your the bed. Whole life is, is is watching this show. On Netflix. I got another. I got another thing from the farm that's related. <laughs> okay, okay, go, go, <laughs> tell me. It's it's crazy. So you're talking about dumb animals and stuff. Well, this uh, this one sheep gave birth to triplets, but she only had two teats. And so they had, what they had to do is get the third lamb that she gave birth to. And they had to find another pregnant sheep that was going to give birth to just one and who had two teats. But the only way that she would accept it as the mother or the mother would accept the baby as her own is basically if they took all like the birthing whatever and like covered the whole lamb and all the blood and everything. And... <laughs> Clarkson sit there saying, "Oh yeah, I guess I just forgot I gave birth to two lambs instead of one." You know? <laughs> oh yeah, this dumb sheep—they don't know any better. 
rub, all they the do stuff is on the smell sheep. it, and then they're good. Yeah, no, and sure enough, you know that's sure very enough, true. Work, that, that's very true because like dogs and sheep and a lot of animals, they have a they they, they don't have long long term memory, so it, it's very um, well, their minds are very karmic, I guess. In that, like you say, if it smells like my stuff, then it must be mine, kind of thing. Um, but how I, do you teach a dog tricks and they remember it? I mean, that's got a that's some form of long term memory. But that yeah, but that's that's positive reinforcement. But it's like I remember. I think I've mentioned this before, but I remember when we did dog training and we were working with this trainer. who's like a famous, like really, like been training dogs for like thirty, thirty five years. If you're in the middle of a desert and there's you and a dog, and the and you're walking the dog through the desert, and the dog is ahead of you, most dogs, not you know whatever, but take it with a grain of salt. If you throw a stick or a stone or just a piece of anything and just hit the dog on the butt, the dog will not know that it was you because by the time the dog turns around, you're, there's no there's no connection. There's no there's no cause and effect connection in the dog's mm. brain to say that to say that you threw they don't have that kind of logical reasoning of it hit me no. so someone else threw it at me. They don't think that's not how how it is. If they saw you throw it, completely saw it, and had the whole thing connected, they would know that you did it and that it came from you. But if you if they don't see you, they they have no idea. They're just like, who threw that? Who threw that shit? Even though they're in the middle of a fucking field. No, exactly. So (laughs) my dog's, what, nine months now? And I have the most fun pretending I'm a magician with her. Exactly right. You know, yeah, because they're like children. That's like you can disappear and they reappear. It's like, oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but that—that that is how their minds kind of work. I think to, mm. to a large they don't. degree. <laughs> yeah, they don't exactly right. Yeah, they don't. They don't work. Yeah. Well, they work, but they don't work the way that our minds are. So what? Uh, so what's worse? So what's going on with your dog? Oh, my dog's just um. It's no, not, now that it's Marty's not, back. Yeah, now that now Marty's, that Marty's back, back. After obviously it was very interested because he left the moment I began to talk about it. Um, <laughs> Didn't he? Don't don't worry, Marty. We waited for you. about that. We, 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 we were looking away, but he straight up walked away twice. <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy, Marty. No, no, it's just it's just. But I got the bo- the bottle of Pendleton whiskey, so I don't have to go away again. That's great. I let the dog in and I got the whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) You're excused. It's acceptable. I mean, you got excused for getting beer. I got I got to get excused for getting whiskey. That was before the podcast. We were not recording at that time. All right, boys, let's not air all the dirty laundry. Yeah, let's not. Anyway, the dog spilled the tea. So, so this dog is um, Andrew. Actually, met this dog. I think we had had him for literally like a week uh, when Andrew visited. Um, Yeah. But it turns out that he's um, he's a good dog. He's a very good dog, um, very um, very friendly, trustworthy. He's a little bit he's a little bit nippy, like for a, for a larger, slightly larger dog. He's getting bigger now, um, so he's a little nippy mouth wise. But you know that's easily that's easily resolved. But he is a fucking idiot, like through and through. As dogs go, I mean, I've had plenty of dogs. This guy, man, I mean, fucking hell. This is one of those dogs that can fall over from lying down. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is just full on, completely out of control when it comes to the moment you look at him, go near him, even breathe in his direction. It's a spasmode. 
and he's a big dog. And like all the dogs we had, we've had many shepherds and, and huskies, and none of them ever have gone in the water. They don't go in the pool. This guy, he just runs outside and he fucking jumps in the pool and starts splashing around. <laughs> and I love it. Personality-wise, it's great. But, uh, you know, um, practically speaking, in, in daily life, it's a fucking nightmare. This guy, he chews up everything. He pisses everywhere. He fucking ruins everything. He jumps in the... Just out of control, man. This dog's out of control. And we've been pretty hardcore on training him and we've had dogs like I said we've had dogs before um, but I don't know what happened I don't know where I don't, I don't know his story for the first like nine months you know it makes it probably makes a big difference as to what happened to a dog in there I get the feeling is probably just like locked up outside because um, he just chew through he chew through le- through leashes um, chews through anything Jeez. that he can possibly find um, again super nice dog not aggressive, but just, mm. just not fucking not. It's, it's a fucking sandwich short of a picnic, as we would say in in England. Uh, I like that. I like that yeah. term. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So we're trying to figure out what the hell we're gonna do with him, because <laughs> uh, you know you don't want to send a dog back, obviously. But um, not if he's I a good dog too. Like no, that's the thing. He, he he's a decent dog. Um, the nippiness is a little concerning, especially with kids. But um, it's not like it's, he, he's not aggressive. He's not trying to hurt anybody. But you know, even a big dog that doesn't want to hurt someone could still scare or hurt someone inadvertently if they use their mouth a lot. So you got to kind of train that out of them for that to happen. But anyway, yeah, whatever. A working dog running. like nipping? No, never. Yeah, right. Exactly. But I get it, Marty. Dogs. They're they're living beings. Gotta love them. Well. All right. So I do have a question here. This weekend, I am doing a race. And at Andrew's cousin's wedding, got determined that we're going to do a Tough Mudder next year. Not this one coming up, but Mm, next year. I don't remember that. (laughs) Andrew's like, hell no. So um, (laughs) this weekend, I'm doing a race as the start of my Tough Mudder training for next year. And we gotta make shirts. Gotta make shirts. You start off a training by doing a right. race. Yeah, yeah. And uh, hard so call. I need. I, I need some ideas. You're gonna make a shirt for this race. Yeah. Is it just what, you? what kind or of race doing is it with this? You? So um, the proceeds go to the disability network here locally. No, what so. kind of race, Marty? Is it a is it a pub crawl? Um, it's 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 <laughs> a, it's a race. <laughs> it's a race. It's a pub crawl race. It's a race. Is, um, is it the beer mile? Is it the beer mile? It's the point five k, the race for the rest uh, of us. So it's going to be the start here, and there's a there's a donut five k. There's a there's a carbo load station halfway through, and what? it's around it's around the block of a local brewery, too. So, like, you make one turn and then you, you can go into the brewery. Marty, you're going to be in worse condition after the race than if you didn't do the race. This is the start of my training. <laughs> okay. Fair okay. enough. <laughs> so, um, the the wedding date, where it sounds like we're making some, some shirts here. So, I need some, uh, the, some ideas. What, the wedding date? The date from the wedding? I think you should just put a picture of a donut on your shirt. Hold on. So 
you're you're going half a kilometer. Yeah. What is that in freedom units? Um. Well, let me look at the at the advertisement here for it. Um, it is 0.5 kilometers. Is 546.8 yards, or 0.31 miles. A hundred and one thousand six hundred forty feet, or nineteen thousand six hundred eighty-five inches. Did you hear that over the dog okay. drinking water? <laughs> yeah. No, I yep. did. I just. Okay. Uh, why are you concerned about your shirt? Okay, you gotta make shirts. Isn't that what we do? I mean, we made shirts for the Tough Mudder. I mean, don't we gotta make shirts? We, for every we race? never made shirts. Well, one time we bought shirts from Walmart. The other time, one of our teammates made shirts. We never made shirts. Okay, well, we made shirts for our three-on-three basketball tournament. Total swagger. Yeah, but we're young and full of energy, and we had a can of spray paint. Um, okay, clippers How- for Mohawks. How about go with no shirt? <laughs> yeah, no. that's a good idea because then you'll be so embarrassed. What about if you least- spray paint it? It'll inspire you to do a real race. <laughs> yeah, this no, is a real paint race. Shirt <laughs> body, body spray paint. Body spray paint. Yeah, the shirt. And this you just do a solid a color race. with that. And this is for a good cause. What? No, Marty, don't don't deflect here. This is this is the idea. Tom has it. If spray I'm not wearing a shirt, shirt, I can't go you. into I can't go into the brewery. Okay, but you get hold it in your pocket until you get there. Yeah, yeah, it's just only point three miles. You can do it. I Did know it's extra hear? weight, extra it's, weight, but you're going to be okay. <laughs> it's the left, he's going to have so many donuts turn. in his hand. The, the you know what you do? You're going to open up the, the shirt. Turn. You can take the shirt and you can stuff all the donuts in there. So then during that point three walk, you know, you got more to snack on. Shit, Marty, don't ask him for ideas I, if you're not going to listen. It's going to be a run. Marty, you, have the you, shirt. Will be, you will be the man in the bar at the end with a t-shirt full of donuts Fucking just handing them out willy-nilly to everybody. That's the plan. Just hand it. You get a shirt. You get a shirt being like Oprah. No, no, no. no, Donuts. Donuts, Not fucking shirts. There's only one shirt, man. (sighs) You're entirely (laughs) hopeless. (laughs) It's been a day. (laughs) It's always been a day. Day after day. (sighs) Marty, what... Can I just ask you this? What were you doing? <laughs> the way you put that, that was just the best. He's coming around. It's, He's coming around. It's completely, it's completely unrelated to everything we were just talking about. But before the podcast, you walked in and out of your garage like four times. What the fuck are you doing? Well, it's all an attempt to make a drink, too. So yes, yeah, it's all context. during the attempt to make I one need, drink. I need to make a drink. And you came in and out of your garage four times. We counted. Because you're already late. Uh, well, I had to get the, the 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 dog food, and that's where I keep the dog food in a container up there. All right, that's one time. What about that's the other one. three times, Marty? Three, one. So I got the Coke for the whiskey and Coke. We don't need to know what you're doing. Putting up your nose. Two, um, <laughs> and then. And after that, he forgot everything because he was so fucking high. It's like his face. Did you take one of those hemp treats? No. Oh, what did no. I do? That's a good idea, actually. I wonder what that would be like. If, like, I wonder how much 
would look if Neil's going to read his stand-up comedy ideas, you should have one of those hemp treats on the podcast. Absolutely, no. I agree with that. No, <laughs> no. Why not? No. Why not? No. no. See, why not? You have to come up with something more than no. Does we it had a sell? podcast where we we answer fully, Marty. Remember. I don't want to, and that's good enough reason for me. That's a shitty reason. No. Why? I'm sticking with it. Rude. That's it? That is rude. <laughs> I'm going to stick with my whiskey here. Uh, oh, I got more questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> I've actually been very quiet this whole podcast, so might as well. Let's get it all yeah, out. Well, there we go. There we go. What's broken in your house so far? That I've broken or that, that is broken that needs uh, to be fixed? Since you've moved in, what has broken? Whether from you or now needs fixing that didn't you fix in to begin with? Uh, you've been there for how long now? Three weeks? So the sprinklers, I'm not sure they're working right, so I need to get those looked at or figured out i still need the garage door opener programmed i haven't worked that one out yet um i've put in eight holes in walls more than i needed not too what? bad wait wait hold on how there's so many like, ways i could you, take that comment did you drill in like mounts and it wasn't the right place so putting in the drywall mounts the anchors and then okay okay and then going to put the screw in and then it like like drilling but then the the anchor goes through the drywall so it yeah you have to pull out the whole thing like for some reason it wasn't working those are the ones that like expand as you screw into it i thought they were the ones but they are the ones that came with the curtain rods and then um the other one was uh, I was mounting my TV to the wall. And once I mounted the TV mount, moved the love seat over by the window, got it all set. And I was like, ooh, that that's not over far enough. So then I had to no. take off the mount, move it over one stud. So there's two extra holes on that. Um, other than that, I mean, the sprinkler, the garage door, like getting those program, that program and the sprinklers working, the eight holes, um, everything else is working as as intended. Like nothing is good. broken or I'm not doing anything like more. I haven't damaged anything. Um, like so I need it's to really get, just spackle on paint right now. Then I need to get. Yeah, I need to get the some of the lawn watered. And I need to get some weed and feed and also some grass seed going um, before fall, like get the grass started at least. So mm-hmm. um, Andrew's cousin came over. We got the fence measurement. So we're going to get materials ordered in the next two weeks or so. Um, that should be up. So and then I'll be able to do more work this weekend. I life update. The, the mother just decided that last weekend she was going to move back into the house or her house. And so that meant like taking her to the store, getting all this other stuff and buying a new alarm clock. I actually <laughs> didn't tell her about that, but I don't think she's noticed yet. <laughs> um, but from that, I didn't get to do everything that I wanted to do. 
Like, I'm a WSU alumni. I didn't even get to watch the, the Coug game this weekend. I'm a little irritated about that. So, um, but, uh, yeah, that's about it. I, I Like, I have some plans and things. I'm going to get some furniture, but I'm not doing really a whole lot of major home improvements or anything until I get things set, and then I can slowly work on some things here and there. That's not too bad. Okay. Sounds like things are working out pretty well. Yep. So, uh, Just busy. That's, Tom, yeah. next next question. Yes, next question. Have you met your neighbors? Have we talked about this? No, I haven't met my neighbors because <laughs> that, every time I, that I, I try to actually do something or no, I plan to do Marty, something. Marty, that's not true. That's not true. You posted. You can't lie to us. The single funniest fucking thing that's been in our Discord, I think, in the last like six months about when you <laughs> met your neighbor. That was the funniest shit I heard in a long time. You welcomed your neighbor. You welcomed your neighbor to the to the neighborhood. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> it was hilarious. I was like, "Oh my god!" So, so my neighbor, um, uh, in 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 the town I live in, you either work for the school districts, you work for the hospital, or you work for the the colleges. In a, two like towns that are connected, there's three higher levels of institution or higher levels of learning institutions, uh, community college to private schools, right. That are relatively small, but they're still here. My sister works at the hospital. I work at the school district. So chances are that we know some people in those industries. Um, that happens frequently move in. My sister comes over and it's one of her coworkers and the neighbor goes, oh, when did you move in? Clearly talking to my my sister, but I just chime in with the, oh, I moved in yesterday, da-da-da. Welcome to the neighborhood. Like, not thanks for the love. <laughs> I, I welcome them as I moved in the day before. Or as if you'd been there for years forever. and he was a new guy. <laughs> anybody who's anybody... Or anybody who knows me knows that a I'm awkward. B oh dude, dude, I, I completely empathize. I've been, I I've completely yeah. done that shit before. Like that's human. That's what it is to be human. But it's yeah, still absolutely. fucking funny. <laughs> so because yeah. so, when because you want to literally sense? bury and no. dig yourself. Did, and you just did they call you out on it or anything? No, they just no, kind of paused no. and then asked my they sister would be a question. A, they would be an asshole like, to yeah. do that, wouldn't they? To be fair. They just, yeah, so many. But that's like the perfect way to break the ice, though, there. It is kind of funny way to break the ice, yeah. Just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mind if I, you know, (laughs) I don't want to impose. (laughs) So, yeah, anywho, um, that's the only interaction. I haven't met anybody else here. Because you live in a cul-de-sac now, right? I do live in a cul-de-sac, but my, my time that's been mine hasn't really been fully mine. Like, hmm. The neighbor ended up mowing the side lawn over there because I haven't been around or anything. But, like, I have my lawnmower. I haven't got a chance to, like, work on it or get it back started since getting out of storage. And hopefully tomorrow, knock on wood, I can get that or at least weed eat. Um, but I don't have a whole lot of lawn, but enough that I shouldn't need them to do that all the time. So Sure. Anyhow, um yeah. That's interesting that your neighbor did your thing. Like where we where I live, no one's doing that. 
shit for a new <laughs> fuck that sounds like a really nice place dude that yeah. so neighbor said so, Neil, oh, let yeah, me let me a little lawn thing let me paint you a picture of how big of the of the swash of land that they mowed we measured out the distance today 42 feet three or four passes of the lawnmower would be all mm-hmm. that it would take mm-hmm. so maybe sure. 10 feet of lawn like again three or four passes it's not going to be mm-hmm. i mean I'm not oh. saying that it's. I'm not saying that it was like an arduous effort, but people nowadays I find are, are not so neighborly as they they'll, maybe used to be. Um, they'll find that line and just go right down that line. Uh, I yeah, live in the you've, not exactly beyond. right. It's like fuck those fuckers. <laughs> so, I live yeah. in the place Stupid so nice cats. they named it twice. <laughs> <laughs> so you do have, you do live in a so they are nice. That's that's cool. Yeah. But so hold on, had you met? Is that the neighbor that you met before, or this is a different neighbor? Yeah, that was the neighbor I met before that I haven't talked to you okay, since so, because but, I'm awkward but as did, fuck. But didn't you talk to him and say thanks for mowing my ten feet of lawn or whatever? No, because I haven't seen him since. Okay. And I talked mm-hmm. to the wife who works with my sister. So got it. Like they have a nice uh, orange Mustang in the garage that is not currently running. Are you going to go steal it? <laughs> it's like a, I'll no, take it. I got some motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Why not have yeah. both? Well, eventually. You have a garage, don't you? Mm-hmm. Hide it in the garage. I'll never find it. <laughs> <laughs> never open the door. <laughs> Just repaint it. It'll be like when you're playing GTA and you roll into the paint shop. The paint shop. <laughs> Right. Five star. Oh, yeah, you remember that? That was <laughs> Los, the best. Los Santos Customs. I, I remember that shit. That was the best. <laughs> um, all right, Tom, hit me again. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? What kind of garage door do you have right there? No, no, no. no. The, like the, the door that you just opened. Wood? It's just a solid wood door? Hollow? Is it, is it hollow? It must be uh, solid if it's a garage door, I'm guessing. feels hollow. It feels hollow. It looks hollow. It it looks hollow. I was questioning this earlier. Yeah. I wonder if it's like Andrew brought this up. It might be based off the state, certain local codes. Maybe it's not required to have like a solid wood door there. It's a Hayden home. It's built cheaply, and I don't care if they hear this. <laughs> Who hears this? <laughs> who's who's, who's, <laughs> who's <laughs> this podcast? Whoever does hear this is like, why am I listening to a podcast about some guy opening his garage door? <laughs> like someone else asking what it's made of. Well, <laughs> I'm grasping at straws with questions. Andrew's, I mean, yeah. we went over this last week. Andrew's family, Francis, the librarian. Um, Wait, Sarita. hold on. Talking about this, we yes, got I was, a message. We're going to bring this up. Yeah, well. I, we got a message from my sister. It's like, well, maybe if you want more people to listen to it, the other host should do something about that. I don't know that they do. What I don't know that host? they want more people to listen to this. Well, what do you not? mean? What, is, what does that mean? Other host? Who's the other host? Other hosts. <laughs> the the, the other people host. on this podcast. I have, I have friends that listen to this. Okay. So you should do something more about people. what? Do something about Don't what? worry about it, Neil. I think that's okay. it for our <laughs> night. I think we should just wrap it up right here. <laughs> your your sister did also comment that because uh, she did say that uh, pajamas when when her husband wears pajamas. Oh, that's right. So yeah. we, we had a few comments this week about Marty's weird question on what attracts you to other people. Uh, 
Yeah, my sister said that pajamas because it means she gets to have time at home with her husband, which was sweet. And then we had another reply from Francis, which I can't remember off the top of my head. So someone fill fill in for about 15 seconds here. Okay. I did ask my girlfriend what she thought. Oh. Because I know we were talking about having significant others on the podcast to talk about it. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that'll ever happen. but <laughs> She is welcome. We would all welcome this. I think... Hannah only if she wears a, a top a button a button at top <laughs> I was thinking a little Mar- reveal <laughs> see as as much as Marty doesn't want to I don't know the advances that I've had towards him and that Neil has had towards him he still continues to wear his button-down shirt today so thank you Marty thank you looking Marty good. I appreciate it you're looking like a stud the, it's I a, gotta be honest it's a button I gotta be honest shirt. Marty I don't appreciate the undershirt. If you could get rid of that next time, <laughs> gotta see more wanna, cleavage. I just want to see that uh, okay. that that chest hair right there. <laughs> That's what I want to see. My uh, my girlfriend said she likes guys in suits, so it's like quite the opposite of what okay, Anna was saying. <laughs> which, is, although to be fair, is very much along the lines of what you said, which suggests compatibility. Your your answer was somewhat conservative and almost like Marley yeah, posted true. like office type yeah yeah you know what I mean you guys no, are made for each right. other I could yeah. see that Tom now suddenly starts wearing the dressier like suit slacks button up shirt the suit jacket and then for her and then when you say over then she wears your shirt the next day there you go it works compatibility it works I mean, my wife. My wife likes um, the the really well dressed, fashion like nice looking, you know, kind of like um, almost Italian like style type stuff. She married the absolutely wrong human being because I. <laughs> Why the hell is she with, with you? Then? I literally <laughs> wear chlorine stained fucking pants and just the worst <laughs> shit you could ever imagine with zips like i leave the house and she says i look like a fucking christmas tree and often because i wear like a fucking green top and red shorts and full like almost knee-length socks with you know sneakers I look like an idiot and uh she she I, many times it's like i'm not going out with you look i'm just not leaving the house with you looking like that i will not do it to say i'll walk all around town don't give a shit but yeah so there you Neil, go. i don't think i've ever seen you from shoulder below but if i was to describe you would be like cargo shorts that you've been like, or, on a good day, right? Cargo oh, that are like seven years old. That are, yeah, <laughs> that are like a little bit bigger and baggier, right? Like those knee-high socks, and like because you're British, I think you would do the Birkenstocks or like the skater shoe or something like relaxed shoes, and then a t-shirt, like kind of like that California look kind of thing, and that would just be you on an any day that you're not going into the office. No, no, that's the office too, because my office is not, right? <laughs> we don't have a dress code, so we... Ah, uh, this is bullshit. I have to wear a colored shirt every yeah. day. Although I don't. There's no office anymore. Which is even worse, because now there's no 
I don't even think about clothes. It's like I only wear clothes so that my kids don't have to see me naked. <laughs> it's basically you don't have all a the job only, anymore. It's you know? the, only, <laughs> the only reason I wear clothes so kids don't have to see me. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of. <laughs> all right, uh, Andrew, have has has uh, your girlfriend given you an answer, or do you even ask her? Okay, I probably asked her, but I can't remember it. <laughs> so better. out of this whole thing, the, the, you, you the, the desire to please seconds. is strong with this one. No, 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 no. Fifteen seconds. I have Francis's answer. I don't have my girlfriend's answer because I don't remember it. Yeah, but you don't remember what she said. Like, what? No, uh, she probably said she looks like. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. I'm already in the hole. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> You know, we're gonna find out. It's probably You're not the worst of us. I literally ignore <laughs> your wife. You just forget what she said. Not that she's your wife, but still significant other. <gasps> anyway, what did Francis say? All right. So Francis said, um, "What we're attracted to. I'm bisexual, but mostly I'm attracted to the, the same things, regardless of gender." But then. They go on to say, bad jokes, intelligence, being a nerd, being mixed and nice and asshole. And I like alternative fashion as well as when people just keep it casual. So I see personality through clothing, even if it's as simple as wearing your favorite color or team shirt. Uh, do usually like masculine people to be bigger than me, feminine to be smaller, not always the case, also for guys. Anyways, I end up replying, so you like everything. Yeah, I was going to say, this guy's like, <laughs> let's get on, let's get it on. <laughs> it's just everything, but <laughs> I do absolutely <laughs> appreciate the bet, feedback. Yeah. At least no, someone listens, yeah. and I'm really happy that my sister responded. <laughs> I'm happy that Francis responded. I am happy that my girlfriend probably responded, but I don't remember. Um, <laughs> oh, I think I, 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 I found her number in my phone. Thank you still. for writing in. So I sent her a text to see if it still was her number, so we'll see. Because I'll ask her that way. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure how that conversation is going to Not awkward go. <laughs> at all, but this is going to be great. No, it's like, oh, it's fine. Entirely awkward. Yeah. <laughs> we, we also need to find out what uh, Hannah's, Andrew, what what his opinion is. Yes. That's true. Yeah. I don't, don't think we got that. I, I'm can't, waiting for... Can't let her off the hook. <laughs> I feel so. like we should get him on the podcast. That should be a thing. I think we should have a podcast where we just have the significant others on. Okay. Without us? Yes. <laughs> that would be... I don't but know. The, Mar- we have Marty as here. As good as us. We'd have to schedule that like over a weekend. For we'll me have to, to have Alien. Marty here to guide the conversation. <laughs> the or questions. put Mara on. Put <laughs> <laughs> Mara on. Just put the dog on. Like, it works. That'd be a mess. Anyways, I think we should Could wrap be. this up. This should end a long time ago. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, it's 9.50. It's not late. Well, thank you again for writing in. That was... That, yeah. That's very, very much appreciated. That's awesome. I like Francis. Francis is great. Which, you know... He follows me on uh, Twitter and... Uh, exactly. Actually has, he actually has some good, uh, good content of his own. It's fun. That, that's, that's how they reach out. So... Um, we're getting we're getting community interaction. I love it. It took hey, us yeah. over two years, but we're getting there. I love it. Speaking of speaking of community interaction, I know you want to wrap it up, but um, 
I think I'd mentioned before that I had set up this stupid uh, script because, you know, I'm a nerd. And uh, I post a tweet every hour to Twitter, right, about my game just to see if I can get people to come and fucking buy my game, right? Um, more of a fun thing. And I've, I've noticed this interesting, interesting trend after doing this for a while. If you post the same shit, give or take, you know, constantly for 24 hours, all of your real friends stop following you, right? Which is fair, because who wouldn't, <laughs> right? Who wouldn't? I would too, right? Who would? I would fucking stop following that asshole. Uh, but you do get this very sort of slight weird uptick of followers where it's like you'll get like three or four followers and then you'll lose three. <laughs> and then you'll get three or four more and then you'll lose three. And it's just this continuous like technically you're making progress, <laughs> but really you're not. Anyway, I thought that was funny. I can't remember why I mentioned it because you were talking about Twitter like or followers. And you just wanted to break. I sh- no, I'm not bragging. I, you know what? I am bragging because I got to a hundred and I got to a hundred and one followers, bitch. Damn. Fuck yeah, one hundred. <laughs> all I wanted to do was get to a hundred, and there you go, fucking one. It just took you losing a hundred friends. Eat it. To get it. <laughs> they were my friends, man. They were just people I used to know. That's, what's that they song? would endure the advertisement if they were true friends. Gautier, someone I used to know. <laughs> Yeah, Gautier, but would they adore it one hour a day, every day for the rest of their lives, though? They should get off Twitter. <laughs> I agree. They need to get a life. And if, they don't, if they're on Twitter all the time, then they're Which, not my friends. It's more fitting that it is that that you quote that because he played a festival when that song came out. They played that song, and then everybody that was there to listen to the song then turned and walked out and went to the other stage. <laughs> that's hilarious so that's kind of I mean, kind of your story, story. It's, so, it's kind of the same thing yeah they left yeah. <laughs> they're like fuck this shit it's been overdone alright Marty what have you learned that I drank whiskey and I forgot everything that happened really no we've learned way more yeah I kind of I kind of don't remember what actually happened this episode that's the whiskey talking <laughs> <laughs> Um, you took a hip we, treat, didn't we, you? We, we, we learned, learned that Marty has... We Marty learned that Marty took Marty is a drugging dog treat, dog. treat. Yep. <laughs> well, you guys just Marty is creating a... No, because you, you already finished. Out of his you don't dog. know what's going on. We learned that Tom is getting... Or is traveling to Dallas. And he is going to uh, um, be a rowdy Philly fan down there. And show Go some for Dallas the easy people stuff, aren't time. you? Um, but he also I'm going down to buy a farm. Come on! And he he's a fan of the, uh, and highly recommends uh, the Clarkson farm. Right. Uh, we learned that Neil has attempted to think and dabble a little bit in stand up, but won't read us any. Uh, I gave you a little something. We what did we learn about Andrew? He doesn't oh, listen we learned. to his girlfriend. <laughs> Andrew engages well, with our audience. Andrew doesn't listen to us, his girlfriend. Andrew just <laughs> takes notes and, and does what Andrew does. He's a forester. Yeah, he's a forester, not a deforester. He's busy saving the fucking planet, man. Give him a break. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that. And then uh, we learned that I drank whiskey tonight. 
and that I haven't broken anything in my house. But you put eight holes in the wall. Yeah. We learned that the reason <laughs> Marty stayed in drama in high school was because yes. I was the girl. Oh, that's right. I'm yeah. the reason he stayed in drama. Yeah. That that happened. We learned that, that Tom is fucking obsessed with Jeremy Clarkson's farm. And Jeremy Clarkson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm going to Texas. And Marty has a hollow garage, garage door. Um, and that's it. That's what we learned. <laughs> wow. Seems like we and could Mara, have done something a lot better with this still hour and a half. Oh, shit. It has been an hour and a half. <laughs> is Mara still outside? Yeah, I think it's No, time. she's here. She's kind of laying down, but she's been pacing. Where plans are optional, you can find us at plans are optional on facebook and at optional plans on twitter what's wrong you don't want to continue it for another hour episode two burner episode burner two. episode, episode two.